Welcome to the Ripple Effect. My name is Pastor Mike Hofer, and I'm joined by my partner in crime, Pastor Cedric Hill. Amen. And today we're continuing our our conversation over this idea of the calling. We've been in this series at Christ Community Church titled The Calling. And during this podcast titled The Ripple Effect, our whole goal is to talk about and conversate about how do we continue the ripple of what we hear on Sunday morning throughout the week? How do we do that Monday through Saturday, Monday through Sunday in our own context, in our own communities, out in the marketplace, out in the neighborhoods, in our schools, in our homes? How do we continue the message that we hear on Sunday morning that is kind of like a rock being thrown in a pond that creates ripples? Now, how do we create those ripples all throughout the week? That's dope. And and today we want to continue this conversation. Last week uh, during our episode, we talked about uh, context and and how do we in in whatever context you're in how do you serve the how do you serve God in your calling in the calling and during this whole series if you want to hear the rest of the series you can go to ccclive.org and we we have all of our messages archived there i think back from um the stone ages like back before jesus we got we got messages <laughs> to go way back uh so you can go there and check it out but this whole series we, we had an introductory uh, message that was really well done um, by Pastor Kelly. And then we, we talked about uh, abilities. Uh, what, what is your abilities? What are your God-given abilities? Everybody has abilities. Like even, even the most introverted of people have abilities. And, and then what about your passions? How, how, are, how have you been knitted together uh, by God to be passionate about things? And then this week, um, or then last week we talked about context. So if you take your abilities, your passions, and your context, and you put all of those things together, and it creates what we call the sweet spot. Yes. So it's kind of like that idea that when you're doing those three things, and it's, it's kind of like a car when it's hitting on all eight cylinders. Yeah. You hear that rev and that engine, and it just sounds amazing. It goes fast, and it goes where it needs to go. Yeah. And that's the sweet spot. And so we, we had a guy uh, this week share a little bit of his testimony who was an was a exceptional baseball player named Bruce Chapman. And Bruce talked about how on a baseball bat there is a sweet spot. Like you can hit it on any part of the bat and possibly get a base hit or yeah. a double or whatever. But when you hit the sweet spot on a bat right at the core of the bat, the ball is going to go farther, faster, and longer yeah. than it would if you hit it on any other space. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like the con- the context of the sweet spot that we talked about this week. When your abilities, your passions, and your context meet up and connect for the kingdom, we all have this sweet spot where we do the best for the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. You know that. You know the cool part about that illustration he used, Mike is. Before he talked about the sweet spot, he talked about other parts of the bat that you can hit the ball on. Right. Like you can hit the ball. You can hit the ball on the edge. Correct. But you're going to feel this pins and needles stinging in your hands. (laughs) Or you can hit it down closer to the bottom of it and you might break it. Mm -hmm. And so I think it it, it was this just this this wonderful illustration of of how we're all kind of swinging a Mm -hmm. bat in this in this journey with in this journey with Christ. And how there's, 
you know, I think there's even parts of the of, of the Christian journey where you're kind of fumbling around, you're hitting it on the edge, you're breaking mm-hmm. bats, you're having to get new ones, yep. and uh, you're, you're hurting yourself, you're, you're yep. hurting other people, you're finding the right way to do things until you finally hit that sweet spot. And I thought, right. I thought that was a wonderful, wonderful illustration, not just of the of the perfection of hitting the sweet spot, but also of kind of what it takes to get there. Because right. it's a journey, it's a process, a calling right. is a calling is not a a one moment type thing. It's a it's a it's a journey to getting there. You right, know, absolutely. I um personally, I, I I heard the call to ministry five years ago. Mm-hmm. I started working in ministry six months ago. Right, absolutely. And, and a lot of that was hitting the edge of it, hitting the That's hitting right. the ball with the edge of that bat, breaking right. stuff, trying hurting, to figure it out. Yeah, hurting myself. Uh-huh. And uh, and and I think being committed to the to to the journey of your calling, being committed to to. To figuring out what your passion abilities context Absolutely. are, to, to honing your abilities, to working on the things that God has given you. Uh, I think it's not just about what God has given you, but it's also about what you're doing with it. Yeah, um, that's right. And so I thought that I thought that I thought the illustration was really, really cool. It was it was great, man. And and I played a lot of baseball growing up. I played um, I, I played travel ball. I played all over the place. And. I remember we were we were playing a game one time, and a friend of mine was at the bat at the bat, and he even ducked, like yeah. tried to. The yeah. ball was coming at him, and he ducked, uh-huh. <laughs> and the ball hit the knob of the bat, but it yeah. didn't hit him, and it goes fair, and he gets on first base, yeah. like it counted as a hit, and uh-huh. he didn't even swing the bat. Yeah, and I think sometimes, man, when when we deal with this idea of calling, we're in that space, like we're getting on base. Yeah. But it wasn't real cool. It wasn't a, wasn't a great hit. It wasn't yeah. like ESPN moment. It was yeah. <laughs> it was basically an accident, and he gets on base. Uh-huh. And sometimes I know in my own personal life, there were years, man, where where I accidentally got on base. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, I I felt it, my my story is unique in in the idea that I felt called to the ministry even before I probably even understood who Jesus was. Wow. Like I in 1990, which is about the same time I started going to church, 89, 90. Um, yeah, I'm old. I, I was I was 19, <laughs> uh, 20 years old. Uh, no, 15, 16 years old. And I remember I, I hadn't been what you would consider saved for maybe six months. Yeah. And that was like a youth camp saved. Uh-huh. Like everybody went to the altar. So I went yeah. to the altar and I was crying because everybody else was crying. Yeah. Not that God wasn't doing the real work, but it was, you know, how youth camp is sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I love youth camp. Absolutely. And But I've I probably only been following Jesus maybe five or six months. And we went to this big conference, yeah. uh, youth conference in Cincinnati, 1990. And heard a guy by the name of John Maxwell speak and everybody knows oh, wow. him. he was like yeah, this big yeah, leadership yeah. dude. But before he was a big leadership guy, he was just a pastor. He yeah. pastored a Wesleyan church in, in California. And he gave this, this sermon about calling, like wow. being called to do things for God. And now I remember back then calling kind of got hijacked. Yeah. It was this, yeah. you were only called to be a pastor or a missionary. Right. right. And like, and no, I guess nobody else yeah. was called. Like you could yeah. be called to do anything else, but we're yeah. going to talk about that in a second. Yeah. But so I, I felt like this pool for me to do something bigger and deeper yeah. for the kingdom. Yeah. And, and he gave this little altar call and we had these like little leadership books. And, and he said, if you feel called by God to do something bigger with your life, come and, lay that book at the altar with your name and wow 
And that's what I did, man. And I didn't really even understand Jesus. And so for yeah. the next, for the next 10 years, man, yeah. <laughs> I was hitting the ball off the end of the bat. Like yeah. I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. I didn't yeah. know what a calling was. I just knew that God was said to me, like, there's something bigger in your life that you need to do. Yeah. And so I didn't get that. Like I didn't get yeah. what that was all about. And during these last three weeks, man, we've really been digging into those, those ideas of, of ability and context yeah. and passions and, and and the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. I think the I think the the really cool thing about about what you said that I really hope would would encourage anybody that's listening. It, it, it encourages me. Is you said you said God called you before you even really understood. Yeah. And I think I think sometimes I can slip into the into the thinking that there's a there's a certain level of things I need to understand right. or there's a certain right. level of things I need to get right before God calls me Absolutely. or before God yeah. will. Uh, yeah. Before God will place a calling on my life. Yeah. And I love that. I love that God's nature is is such that he'll call you, but then he'll get you there, too. Yes. Um, and so you don't need to be there when he calls you. Yeah, uh, he'll get you there and you just have to honor a relationship with him and honor a process um, by which you get to the place that he's trying to get you to. And I think it's it, it, it's one of the ma- amazing things about our God. You know, right. it's really, really cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think I mean, we see it all throughout the Bible, the scriptures where God calls these people that by any other standard are unqualified. Yeah. Um, like Noah, the drunk. Yeah. Moses was a murderer. David's an adulterer and a murderer. Yeah. Like, think about that today. Like, seriously. Yeah. If you knew somebody was a murderer, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. would you follow that person? Like, would you, yeah, no. especially in today's context, like, right. we vilify the sin yeah. and the sinner. And it's like, I, I don't know that I would follow him. Like, I'm being yeah. honest from my own, pro, my, my yeah. own yeah, uh, yeah. perspective. But those people in the Bible, and sometimes I think we get caught up looking at the people in the Bible and and seeing them as either not real or yeah. some sort of superhuman. But they were just normal people like us. They're yeah. just normal folks yeah. that God happened to call to something yeah. and then equip them and and give them the Holy Spirit and give them the abilities and the passions and the context to be able to live that out. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I was real encouraged with that whole idea during this series is that I don't have to be Superman or superwoman. I don't have to be superhuman to, to be called by God. I don't have to yeah. be extremely qualified. I don't have to have a master's degree in theology. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just have to be available, man. And, yeah. and say, Hey, I'm good at that. I'm passionate about it. And it fits into where God has placed me right now in this moment, which yeah. is context. Yeah. And then follow where God is moving. Cause yeah. Because I heard somebody say this last week, and I was so like, wow, that's it. Like, God is already working in people's lives. Yeah, right. Like, he doesn't need me to go over there and talk to somebody. He's already working in that person's life. But he chooses to partner with us in ministry. Yeah. Like, he chooses to say, hey, I want you to join in on this person's story. And he's put us in that context, gave us the abilities, the passions. Yeah. To be able to do those things. Yeah, yeah. That's our sweet spot. Yeah, and I think the... I think I think that really segues into uh, the the ordinary people thing. I think that really segues into into Pastor Derek's main point from from the sweet spot message. Yeah. It's this spot where all of these things intersect, but 
it's also the spot where you're serving, right. you know? And, right. and, and when we right. talk about, and when you talk about all of those people in the biblical story, uh, Mike, all of them committed to serving other people, mm-hmm. you know, and regardless of what God asked them to do, it was in service to other people that yeah. they did those things, regardless yeah. of what God is asking us to do, right. regardless, regardless of where he's asking us to do it. Um, yeah, you can serve people, you can serve God, you can serve this world by doing in, in any context that you find That's yourself right. in, in any job that you find yourself in. And I think it's the, in, in our world, it's the hardest thing to remember that, to yeah. remember, to remember that our calling is to serve. That's our right. calling right. is uh, whatever it is. It is to, it's to serve other people is to serve God. And I, mm-hmm. I, I thought, I thought Pastor Derek bringing that point home that, to really focus a message around the fact that you're not just called for yourself. You're not right. just called to, to, to get, to get accolades, to get praise, to get fame, right. power, money, whatever it's in service to other people. That's, That's right. the, if God calls you to something, if God elevates you, if God blesses you, whatever yeah. it looks like it is, it is for the service of other people. That's right. Um, and I love the, I love just laser focusing in on that in on that thing to to really remind us like wherever this spot merges at mm-hmm. whether whether it's a doctor a lawyer a pastor a teacher yes, absolutely uh, uh, whether you're supposed to start a business right. whether you're supposed to start, uh, work at a nonprofit, it's yeah. all in service to other people and right. i think reminding us of that and keeping that at the forefront of our minds and to to, to remind us that jesus said he didn't come to to, to be served he yeah. came to serve that's right and if that's what he was supposed to do it's definitely what we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. My, my goodness. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes, especially in North America, we, we suffer from I'll do it when syndrome. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Like I'll do it when I get enough money. I'll do it when yeah. I get enough degrees. I'll do it when the the timing is perfect. Yeah. I'll do it when it's convenient. I'll do it when, and and we forget that that God is always moving. Yeah. Like always yeah. moving. Yeah. That person in your office that you can't stand. Yeah. God is working in that person's life. God yeah. loves that person yeah. more than you'll ever hate that person. Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> and it's it's it, we I think we forget that sometimes and that we're just being asked to come along and because we've been put in that context to use the abilities we already have. Yeah. So so I look at it this way. Like if you have the ability to speak, go speak to a person. Yep. If you have the ability to write, yeah. write that person a letter. So good. write them a note, write them a text, write yeah. them an email, whatever. If you have the person if you have the ability to create, yeah. create something for that person. Yeah. Like so you have this ability, these passions and the context, that's your sweet spot. Like yeah. no matter where you are, um, whether you're a trash person, like a, you're picking up trash for the city or yeah, you're, yeah. or you're in school, like age doesn't, is, doesn't discriminate in this either. You can be kindergarten to, to the grave yeah. and wherever you have been put, yeah, God is already at work in that place Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere else. You can't be in two places at once. No. That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> but so you, you're there for a reason. So God is equipped you with abilities, passions, and put you in that context yeah. to be able to swing the bat for that sweet spot. Yeah. And and we've been hitting it off the edge too long. Yeah. It's to, yeah. Or, or we've been thinking, well, God needs to call me to Africa. Yeah. Or God needs to call me to China. Or God needs to call me to the pulpit. Yeah. When those are those are not 
necessarily who's going to be called to go to these places. Yeah. Like yeah. There, there are places as a pastor. And I, I feel like I'm called to be a pastor. Yeah. And, and even more so to narrow it down, I'm called to preach. Like yeah. God called me to preach and I'm called to be a pastor as well. So there are places today even that I can't go mm-hmm. that other people can go. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like there are some businesses not going to call me to their business. Mm-hmm. Because they separating church from their business model. Yeah. I can't go. A lot of teams, even today as a youth pastor, I can't go into the schools anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain principles that won't allow us to come into the schools because somebody ruined it because they tried to have like a evangelism day <laughs> at school. And it's like they don't want that in their school because yeah. they have to cater to all religions, which right, I right, understand right, right. 100%. Yeah. And so, but... You are called to be in there because yeah. you go to school there. Right. You're called to be in the yeah. athletic building because you work there. You're called yeah. to be in, you know, wherever you are because that's where you work or yeah. serve yeah. or go to school or whatever. And so God, God has called you to be there. Yeah. That's why you're there. Yeah. And so I, that that to me is the sweet spot. Yeah. 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 Um, and and I, I think there I think there was a point in time where where we were trying to be everything for everybody everywhere. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I think, I think we're arriving at this point where it can't work like that anymore. Yes. Like we have to, we have to own our part of things, you know, yeah. and, and, and pastor Derek used that quote on Sunday about how a Christian community is like a chain and every link in that chain has to play its role in order for, in order for it to be functional, you know, yeah. and we have, we have, we have, people in our church that are in a multitude of different of different arenas mm-hmm. and in order for us to to find success as a church we all have to play our role in those in those areas mm-hmm. and loving on people and, and serving people and discipling people in those areas you know i you know we were talking we were talking before we got started here about how uh and you mentioned a second ago how the the word calling was hijacked to only mean missions yeah. or yeah. missions or or, or vocational Pastor. ministry yeah. right and I think I think, you know, I hope we I hope we've reclaimed that some yeah. to not just mean God called you to preach. God right. called you to be a youth pastor. God called you to to, right. to, to go to to go to Africa, you know, yeah. and, and God does call people to those things. Absolutely. But just yeah. as much as he calls people to those things, he calls people to to working at the city government. Yeah. You know, he calls people to, to being teachers. He calls people to working at wherever you know yeah, absolutely and i think i think one of the one of the biggest shifts for me was like recognizing that recognizing that i wasn't i wasn't only called when i arrived at the big thing god had told me right um right i was called all along the way and yes. by by treating the areas that i was in i was um while i was doing that while i was doing my church internship um, I was a data entry clerk at, mm, um, nice. at a, at a school district. So, <laughs> nice. so half the day I was spending, your boy was sitting at a computer doing data entry. Right. And, um, exhilarating. exhilarating. I'm telling you, that was the best time of my life. <laughs> um, no, but it was I, I, for, and I did that for all three years that I was doing it. Right. And, um, I think I had this moment where I was like, I'd wake up and I would at the beginning I would just like dread going to work because I'm like this right. man come on God this ain't this ain't it right this ain't this ain't what I we ain't called this this ain't what yeah. we talked about <laughs> yeah you know but like I I had to recognize that while I was doing this internship and God was developing me and growing me um 
to, to, to eventually become a pastor, he was also developing me and growing me in this, in this job that I was doing. Right. He had placed me around people in this job to have impact as well. Yeah. And if I only treated the internship like a calling and I didn't treat this job yes. like a calling, yeah. I'd have missed it. Absolutely. I'd have missed it. And I think it really, I really had to like reshape my thinking about that because like, if I didn't view it like a calling, I wouldn't treat it like a calling. Absolutely, and right. I would be disrespecting what God had entrusted me with in mm-hmm. that season. In that context. And, yeah. That and, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I look back on it and I'm like, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he gave me that moment of recognizing yeah. it. And it's always there's always a, I think there's always a temptation to do that. Because I, we're, we're, there's 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 somewhere all of us are trying to get to. Yeah. There's, there's something God has told every single one of us. That's like something beyond our wildest dreams that right. like a dream that he's put in our hearts of something that he wants us to do and that he's called us to. Uh, and, and it's a beautiful thing because it gives us something to work towards. But at the same time, there's a temptation to to try to skip ahead, yeah. to try to to try to. Uh, short circuit the process and not not treat right. what's in front of us now um, as it as, as though it's a calling too yeah. you know and so I think I think wherever wherever we find ourselves wherever we find ourselves we have to treat that as where God has called us to because if you're there and you call to anything else you're called to exactly what he's put in your hands right now that's right that's right like I we before we came back to youth ministry we planted three churches yeah. and two of the three churches we planted, I worked by vocationally. Uh-huh. And, and there, there was a moment when during the first, during the first church plant that I worked by vocationally, I, I worked at Walmart yeah. for seven fifty an hour. Wow. And, um, so I know the struggle of, I, yeah. I, the struggle is real yeah. at, at the at the lower end of the wage yeah. earning, and I get that struggle. And but man, there was a season there where I'm like, "This isn't it." Like, yeah. God, this is when not what you called me to do. Yeah. But one day, man, he woke me up at probably like three in the morning, <laughs> which I never understood. Like, God, can't you wake me up at eight? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and I'd only been to bed at like one because I worked from four to yeah. one in the yeah. morning. <laughs> and he said. He said, I've placed you in a place that is basically the community hub wow. of the entire community wow. to reach people that you wouldn't reach in the pulpit. Man, what a perspective shift. And it's like, man, ouch. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you want to talk about context and ability because I have the ability to talk. I can talk to people like yeah. all day. And all we yeah. do is sit there and pack boxes Yeah, because we were doing the trucks and all we were doing is... Moving boxes all night, so we can talk all we want while we're moving yeah. boxes. We're in the back room, man. And man, we had such we had such great conversations. Of, yeah. Once I got over the fact that, man, this ain't it, God. Yeah. Like, and and I saw it as the fact that God put me in this context. Yeah. And I had the ability to do it. Yeah. And I was passionate about people. Yeah. That I was in my sweet spot in that moment and didn't man. even know it. Yeah. And yeah. And it was like, man, then this, this switch goes off when, when the Holy Spirit wakes you up at three in the morning and you're like, that is it. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so it, it changed, it drastically changed everything, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, uh, at first it's, um, it's a, it, it's like disappointing. And then you, then when you have that moment, you're like, man, it's an honor that God has yes, put me in absolutely, this position. Yeah. It's an yeah. honor, you know? 
and and because of because of those types of experiences i'm consistently asking myself even in this season how am i missing it mm-hmm. where am i where am i missing right. what god is wanting me to see right mm-hmm. now because there's something that i'm i'm not seeing the right way yeah. in this season of in this season of calling um and so it's a it's a beautiful thing man it is yeah yeah and, and pastor cedric is our connections pastor at christ community and um, each week after the message, he comes up with some questions to send out to our community groups to kind of wrestle with and and to um, wrestle through and just kind of create more of a ripple yeah. uh, through the message that they heard. And so we want to we want to uh, discuss one of those this morning and we can share them all, but definitely want to discuss one um, specific one just for a few moments, because, well, just like uh, Cedric just said, even as a pastor, like somebody who's called, God still could be calling us in do something else, like in our community, yeah. in that moment, yeah. in a certain time, a certain place. Yeah. And it's not just about, like we said, not just about being called to preach or yeah. be called to be a pastor, but he could be calling me to do something specific at the bowling alley. Like I'm, yeah. I'm at the bowling alley yeah. once or twice a week and because I love the bowl and I love the people and I love the community. And, and um, so I, I just love being there. And so what is God calling you to do in that moment? Yeah. And so uh, you want to read the questions? Or yeah. What you- so so the, 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 the question, the question uh, for us is, uh, what do you feel like God has revealed to you mm-hmm. in the past in the past four weeks of this series about calling or, or what's sticking out or what or what thought or idea is God kind of bringing to the surface for you in that, yeah. in that whole thing right now? Yeah, I. I just like I said a minute ago, I, I really think God is has placed me in a community of people uh, at the bowling alley. Yeah, that a lot will never come to church. Mm-hmm. Like they just they won't. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that that say they're they're Christians, they're Christ Christ followers, and they don't go to church anywhere. Yeah, they just kind of in that 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 mode where they 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 know who Christ is they yeah, just haven't yeah. found the right church or they've been hurt by church or yeah. or they just stopped going um and so i i have this ability i have the passion i yeah. have the context to have jesus conversations with yeah. people that may never listen to this podcast yeah, may never yeah, yeah. come to hear me preach yeah may never um step foot into a church again yeah but God has placed me in this moment in time to be able to have these conversations with people. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to be, I used to get embarrassed to tell people I was a pastor. Yeah. Cause the, the moment, the moment you tell somebody you're a pastor, the, everything changes. the dynamic changes. Whole, like it's, it all changes. Everything, their yeah. language, their body, <laughs> they're like, uh, everything changes. My favorite people are the ones that it doesn't change. Yeah, like I, yeah. I love having conversations with those people. Yeah. Uh, my favorite phrase is, oh, oh, excuse my language. And I'm like, it's, it's your language. I'm, yeah. You're not offending me. Like, I'm, it's not. Yeah, right. You've never met my dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> my dad has some has some favorite curse words, and I love him. So, yeah. um, but God has placed me in that moment, man. And this this series has kind of shown me those kinds of things. Yeah. Where, you know, I can have these jesus conversations without being weird and without having to be embarrassed i'm a pastor and and actually once i get a relationship going with people the fact that i am a pastor is a positive yeah yeah yeah. they see it as something that they can trust you know right yeah so that that for me that's what's been going on the last few weeks yeah yeah for for me 
what's really kind of coming up is just at this 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 whole intersection idea, this overlap of these of these things that um, that 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 God has given you, you know, and I I, I got a real topsy turvy type of type of journey and a mm-hmm. whole bunch of stuff that seemingly does not fit together yeah. <laughs> in my in my in my life. So you know, I when I was in high school, I was I was crazy about basketball, mm-hmm. like, and I wanted I wanted to play college basketball, I wanted to go to the NBA. That obviously did not happen. Shocker. Yeah, but. Um, it, but that's always, that's still something that like, not, not going to the NBA, but like sports is still something that kind of stirs in me right. that I don't write off as just this kind of like thing that is just whatever, whatever. And, you know, and I, I got it. I have a degree in physics, right. you know, <laughs> then I'm just the best thing ever. And I'm on this like ministry pathway and there's these, there's these other like interests and things like that. And, you know, I had some, I, I was talking to somebody about that a couple of years ago and they just told me that they were just like, God doesn't waste anything. And, you know, I, it it just brought that back to my remembrance of just like me thinking through and processing, like, what are all of these things? Like, when are these things coming together? How are these things coming together? How do they fit together? And not in a way that I'm like, like racking my brain and going to like, you know, give myself anxiety about it, but there's some curiosity around it because you know, I th- I think back to like when I first got called to ministry, like working at a church every day was like the dream. Yeah. And, and, and I think like, as I've grown and developed, I'm now in this spot where I'm, I'm like questioning, like, what does God want me to do outside of the church as well? You know, and how do all of these, like all of these experiences that in in this journey that God has had me on, how does it fit together into the, to the things that he's called me to do? Um, you know, and I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm working with my dad and some other folks on this, like this, this violence reduction thing in the, in the community that we're trying to like implement and do and stuff like that too. So but it's like all of this, these, all of these things that like, there was, there was a point in my life where I was like, I don't think God's giving me anything. Yeah. And now I look <laughs> at all of this stuff and I'm going like, look at all this stuff. God all gave. This stuff. <laughs> right. And right. like, how is it gonna, how is it gonna fit together into a thing? And, and I love, I, I just love that, that idea of intersection and overlap that yeah. there's like these, there's all these things that God has given us to fit together, you Absolutely. know? And I'm even thinking about like, all right, like what, what, in what areas do passion and abilities overlap? Yeah. And what areas do passion and context overlap? You yeah. know, how do these things like fit together with one another outside of just, right. you know, the three. So right. there's a lot, there's a lot to it. And I'm, I, I know this is probably going to sit with me for, sit with me for a while. And I hope, yeah. I hope we all continue to Good. just kind of think on this, yes. man. Cause I, cause, cause, cause thinking about calling and talking about calling is, is, is not like, and I think, I think you even, I don't know if you said it while we were on, but even when we were talking before, like, so there are certain seasons for for some callings. Yes. Like there's, yep. there's so I think this is a constantly reevaluating kind yes. of thing. Yeah. And there's certain like there's certain passions that I feel like God illuminates later on in life. There's yes. certain abilities that you develop later on in life. So right. um, it's just such a unique thing, and it's so crucial to how we live, sent how we make disciples, yeah. how we do all of the things that that God is calling us to do is how we're living out the task that Jesus left us with. And so I think because of, because of that, we want to do it well. And so we have to constantly be asking that question. That's right. Yeah. And there are, there, there are seasonal callings and lifetime callings. Like you can do either or, or both like there. And I think my, my hunch, my opinion is that we always do both. Yeah. Like there are some things you're called to do for a lifetime. Um, and there are some things that you're called to do for a season. Yeah. Uh, like, like for me personally, I'm called to be 
a husband for a lifetime. Yeah. I'm called to be a father for mm-hmm. a lifetime. I'm called to be a pastor for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Those are things that I believe God has put on my, my life forever. Yeah. Um, but there are things that God called me to do for a season. Like yeah. I, I coached high school basketball for a few years. Yeah. yeah. And, but I'm not called to be a high school basketball coach yeah. forever. <laughs> but I yeah. loved it for the couple of years I yeah. did it. And, and I invested in these young, these young guys. And, yeah. I, and I discipled them and taught them basketball and life. And, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I, we're, I think we're all called something for a lifetime and, yeah. something, and things for a season. Yeah. But, but neither one of them trump each other. They right, all work right, together. Right, right. Yeah. Like you said, God doesn't waste anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, like even the fact that you have a degree in physics. Man, I'm telling you. That's going to pay off someday. Yeah, like it's, yeah. something's going to happen. And even if, even if the only thing that it paid off was to get you to this moment. Yeah. Like it paid off to, yeah. to for some degree. Yeah. Like that's just the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's never a detour in your story, even though it may seem like a detour. Right. 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 Like the fact that I was in the army for eight years. Yeah. And at, that was, and that's part of my story. That I didn't even tell like after yeah. I was called to be a pastor or I was in the army for eight years. Like yeah. I ran from it. I didn't want to be a pastor at one point. Yeah. <laughs> like it didn't sound cool to me after I got done being called at a conference where <laughs> I learned that they're poor. Like the only two things I tell people all the time, the only thing I knew about being a pastor when I was a teenager was that they were poor and, and they had to move a lot. And at that time of my life, I was like, man, I don't want to move anywhere and I don't want to be poor. And so I'm tired of being poor. Yeah. And so I, I ran from being a pastor for a long time. So even though there's some things that I thought were detours, yeah. like God didn't waste it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So even even like I, I tell people all the time, like part of my story with the army, as far as calling goes, is that I went to the army. Like I had, I had 13 scholarship offers coming out of high school wow. to run track and cross country all over the country. Wow. And I couldn't take any of them because my grades. Man. And so I went to the army. Yeah. But you know what? Had I gone to one of these schools and ran, I never would have met my wife. Wow. Because yeah. I like, I went to the army. Yeah. And then I went to school after I got out of the army. I met my wife in college. Yeah. And so I don't go to the army, man. I never meet my wife, like right. the wife I have right now. I never yeah. meet her ever in my life because yeah. she's from New York, upstate New York. I'm from Indiana. We'd have never met yeah. if we never met in college. Yeah. And so that God doesn't waste that stuff. Yeah. You know, there's a reason for that stuff. Yeah. And he uses it. He redeems it. He works yeah. it out to the good of those who believe. So I'm telling you, detours by design. That's right. Detours Amen. By design. It may be a so, detour to us, but it ain't one to God. Never. Uh, as we as we wrap up, I'm just going. I'm gonna just start yeah. these other questions just for to sure. for folks to think about and process. Amen. Uh, with a friend by yourself in your journal. Yep. Uh, first one is this: Where do you think your sweet spot of serving might be? And your sweet spot being the the spot where your passion, abilities, and context intersect. The second one is this: How do you need to be a more faithful steward of what God has given you? Mm. Um, that's going back to this. This whole idea of of serving, of yeah. being in our sweet spot and serving. And the last one is the one that Mike and I talked about. What has God revealed to you about your calling in the past four weeks of this series? Um, what's what's coming to the surface? What are you constantly thinking about as it relates to it? Um, where do you feel like God is leading you um, as a result of that? Amen. And, and I, I encourage you, if you haven't yet, um, today is uh, March 25th, 2021. And I encourage you, if you have not yet listened to all four uh, parts of this series, uh, go back and do so. We got them online at cccliveorg um, You can download our church app. Um, it is uh, Christ Community Church GA. 
download our church app and you can get all of our uh, messages off there as well. That's probably the easiest way to do it if you have a smartphone. Um, and you can engage. We got all of our events online. We have all of our community groups online. All that stuff is online and on the app. We just love to connect with you. We love to walk through this journey called life with you. Absolutely. Um, and, and as always, we always have a seat for you on Sunday morning. We'll save a space for you. Always. Um, services are at 9 and 11 at 4078 Mildred Road, Christ Community Church, cccliv.org. And we thank you for joining us today on The Ripple Effect. And for Cedric Hill, I'm Pastor Mike Hofer, and we out. Peace. Peace.